0: Hello and welcome to the Rise of Her podcast. I'm your host Roxanne. I'm a mom of four, wife and business owner. This is the podcast where we talk self-development, health and wellness, mindset, balancing career and family and everything in between. Think of me as your supportive bestie as we grow together and become the best versions of ourselves. If you want to create a life that you love, then you're in the right place. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Rise of Her podcast. I hope you've all had an amazing week. This week has been a little bit say like chill. I'm gonna say chill. <laughs> um, it's been a bit more relaxing this week which is great. I've been spending a lot more time outside lately because the weather is changing. It's getting a little bit warmer again and I absolutely love the warm weather. I've loved winter this year as well. It's been a nice change so um, I love that the weather is starting to warm up. Probably gonna try and do some gardening over the weekend because I'm gonna be home and I just feel like it needs a refresh before the warmer weather comes. So my sprinkle of gratitude this week goes to Tegan. I see you girl, like liking all of the things, sharing all of the posts for all of the support that she gives the podcast. I'm literally so thankful. And I just wanted to give you a little bit of, gratitude for today one of the things that this podcast has given me which I didn't expect was such a beautiful community of people and the messages that I get that come through and the conversations I get to have just light me up so much and I'm so glad that like this podcast has been one of the best things I think I've ever done so, so yeah I just wanted to thank everyone for listening before I get into this episode you guys know I absolutely love my sprinkle of gratitude so but yeah thank you again Tegan, for listening to the episodes and always being such a big supporter of the podcast I see I see you and I appreciate you and I'm so thankful so as you guys can tell by the name of the episode today I'm going to be talking a little bit about how to overcome mum guilt I know that this is such a common challenge that a lot of mums face it doesn't matter where you are in your life like what you're doing if you're a working mum if you're a stay-at-home mum if you're somewhere in between that like it doesn't really matter you've probably had the experience of feeling that mum guilt so I really wanted to share 10 strategies to help you navigate and reduce those feelings of mum guilt. I'm just going to jump straight into it because it is 10 tips. It is going to take a little bit. So we're going to go through them. So the first step that you can do to overcome that mum guilt is to actually acknowledge that your feelings exist and it's totally normal. You can find comfort in the fact that many mums feel this way. They get the same feelings and it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent at all. I think it's really important to sit with that. So, the first time I really, really felt that mum guilt was I think it was the first time that I went and had a shower after having my first baby. Absolutely wild. I was in the hospital, the emerald was just outside my room, and I Felt so bad that I needed to leave her to have a shower. I left the door open. This is in the hospital. Like I left the door open so I could see her and just rushed through my shower. I didn't take a minute to actually properly wash myself. Like I just rushed through it as quickly as possible. I think I was in the shower for like 15 seconds. Just cleaned myself up super quick and jumped straight out. And then I was like, I'm so sorry I had to leave you, bubba. I'm so sorry. Like I felt so bad that I had to have a shower, that guilt was like, I felt so bad. I think about it now and I'm like, wow, <laughs> you've come a long way since then. But that was a massive thing for me. Like I really struggled with, especially Emerald, um, my first baby, I really struggled with leaving her anywhere else outside of my sight. And that that was something I really had to work on. But it is quite normal and it does happen a lot. It's really important to know how you feel and be like, My feelings are completely valid. This is this is okay. And if it's something you're not okay with feeling, then you can start to work through it. But sometimes you just have to sit with it. It'll come up continuously through our lives, and that's okay. So, number two is to challenge the negative thoughts that pop up. Whenever you start to feel guilty, just take a minute to really break down the thoughts that are triggering those feelings. Ask yourself if those thoughts are based on realistic expectations or if they're influenced by, you know, societal pressures or comparison that you're making with somebody else. So when you start to do more things for yourself, you will notice that mum guilt will come up. It's just taking a second to be like, okay, well, what's going on? What's actually going on here? Like really challenge those negative thoughts. Number three, And this is a super important one is to practice self-compassion. So really, really treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would offer to one of your friends. And if you guys have been listening to me for a long time, you know that this is a massive thing for me. The way that you treat yourself is it should be exactly how you would treat your best friend. If you wouldn't treat your, if you wouldn't talk to your best friend a certain way about, you know, them going out for dinner with their friends, like when they have a kid or a couple of kids, remember that you are doing your best and it's okay to make mistakes. I think with parents People forget that it is a learning process. Like we're not born amazing parents, and we become them. We're always changing. We're always learning, and it's okay to experience up and down moments. And the main thing is that you're learning from your experience, and you're you're trying to do better every time. As parents, we're not handed a manual of how to be a good mum or a good dad. Like we're not given that. We have to do our best always remember to treat yourself with that same compassion and kindness and grace that you do to any of your friends because if you wouldn't treat your friend the way that you're treating yourself you can't be treating yourself that way number four is to set yourself realistic expectations so understand that there's absolutely no such thing as a perfect parent strive for balance rather than perfection even if that sometimes like i find the whole balancing thing is a little bit it can come and go for me like sometimes i do have to Little bit more into work, or I might need to put a little bit more into my relationship, or I might need to put a little bit more into parenting. It ebbs and flows, and that's okay. I like to look at everything as a whole and be like, is this all flowing really nicely? Where do I need to make adjustments? What needs to change a little bit here and there? And be okay with that. Things can change and it's okay for that change to happen. Number five is to celebrate your wins. You guys know I love to celebrate my wins. It's really important to acknowledge and celebrate the positive aspects of your parenting journey and celebrate those moments where you feel like you've done something amazing, like you've You've really made a positive impact on your kid's life. My daughter has had so many experiences with her friends where I have been so incredibly proud of how she handles it. And she'll tell me the story of how it's gone in the conversation. And I'll be like, I don't know a lot of adults who can do that. When I see that happen or she tells me about something that's happened at school, I'm like, great. I have done exactly what I needed to do here. And I'm really proud of her. And and I'm the one who's taught her that. So number six is to prioritize your self-care. Taking care of yourself is not selfish. It's so essential for your well-being and your ability to actually be there for your child. You need to make time for activities that actually recharge you and make you feel like your cup is overflowing because then you can give so, so much more and you can show up the best that you can. It doesn't really matter what it is that you do. It could be hobby, exercise, spending time with friends, whatever it is that fills your cup, you need to make time for that because you are a human being too, and you need to take care of yourself. And that sets an incredible example for your children as they grow up as well. Number seven is to seek support. You can talk to other mums about how you're feeling, but I think it's really important to keep a very good boundary here when it comes to If you're treating them like, you know, a therapist or something like that, it's important to talk about your experiences and how you're feeling with other people, but just remember your friends and other mums are people too, and you need to ask if, if they have the space for it as well. That is so important to me. I know that sharing your thoughts with others who kind of understand how you're feeling can be really therapeutic and like reassuring for yourself. So it is very, very, it's very beneficial to be a part of a community where you can talk to other people, but also remember to seek professional help if you know mum guilt or whatever it is you're going through is really causing you some distress. Number eight is to remind yourself of your values so reflect on the values that guide your parenting decision and when you're making choices make sure that they're aligned with your core values as well. You can really let go of that guilt if you know what you're doing is in your best interest and the best interest of your family as well. I think that really reflecting on your values and whether or not they're aligned with the lifestyle that you want to live is so important. So, taking that time at the end of every day, you know, to do like a little bit of gratitude journaling or like just taking a minute to like meditate and like really reflect on your life can keep you aligned and really help you out when it comes to making sure that you know what your values are and if what you're doing. Doing every day is aligned with that. Number nine is to limit comparison. So avoid comparing yourself to other mums or even social like mums on social media because there's that weird space on the internet where there are mums who kind of look like they've got all their stuff together and You have this idea that they're perfect parents, but every family is different and unique and what works for other parents and other families may not work for yours. And it's really important to limit your consumption of, you know, social media in that aspect or if you find yourself comparing yourself to, you know, a certain family in your life try your best to limit your contact with that until you work through that yourself because that's a personal thing if you're comparing yourself. Whatever it is that you feel like you need to compare yourself to when it comes to like somebody else's lifestyle, just remember there's a lot of stuff that you don't see and what you're seeing is just, you know, the perspective that you're kind of taking on board. It's it's not exactly how it might be. So just remember that when you're comparing your life to somebody else's, you don't actually know the full story and it could be completely different. So if you just focus on what you're doing and your own stuff, it's much, much easier to not feel like you're not enough and not feel guilty. And number 10 is to be present and engaged as often as possible. So make an effort to be present and fully engaged When you're spending time with your kids, quality time and attention are way more important than the quantity of time spent together. I think this is really important because if you're spending like all week with your kids, but you're stressed out and thinking about work, they don't get the full you there either. And they're going to remember you weren't playing with them. You were there thinking about something else and pretending to play. They can see that. They can tell And they know when you're not paying attention and just because you're there, but you're on your phone doesn't mean that you're actually there. So that is all 10. I just want you guys to remember, like you are doing your best and that is what matters the most. Like embrace that journey of motherhood with its ups and its downs and know that how much love and care that you have towards your children is what's going to make the most difference overcoming that mom guilt is a massive process but with the time and the self-compassion and the support you can find greater peace and joy in your parenting journey it's really important to remember that you are a human being as well you're a person and even though you're raising another one the best thing that you can do for your family is to take care of yourself and to nurture yourself as well and like they say you can't pull from an empty cup and i and For me, it's really important that my cup is overflowing so I can give so, so, so much to my family and everyone around me. And that's so important for me. So that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this one. I have got a free mama self-care ebook on my website if you do want to have a quick squiz of that one so my website um www.roxanecambridge.com forward slash freebies that's where you'll find it and yeah don't forget to share on socials if you listen to this episode I would love to hear your thoughts and I will be in your ears next Monday bye Thank you again for listening to The Rise of Her Podcast. I am a one-woman show, so if you have a moment to leave a review, I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you again, and bye for now.